this button. WildTalkRadio.com Theme song! This is the Firefly Funhouse! And I want to introduce you to some very special friends that I've met along the way. Hey, this is Adam Copeland, a.k.a. the Rated R Superstar. Hey guys, this is Renee Paquette. This is Kane from WWE. This is WWE Superstar Drew McIntyre. Hello, this is WWE Hall of Famer, the Heartbreak Kid, Shawn Michaels. Hi, this is Bree, and this is Nikki, and we're the Battle Twins. This is Christopher Daniels, and what I like to do on my office is listen to the rap, and now you are and it is awesome. Satisfaction is guaranteed. It's time to experience the award-winning The Rack. Goodness gracious, great balls of fire. I love kickball. I'm back, taking souls and digging holes. I'm going to break you, bitch, you hear me? You can love, but you can't touch. Ruthless <laughs> aggression. With your host. They've been lying to you. Heroes don't exist. Y'all become addicted to the illusion of what a hero does for you. Have I mentioned that I was uh, once addicted to eating sponges? Lindsay Ward. Look at me, woman. And you can just call me Taker. Oh my god, it's Taker. Taker, Taker, Taker. Does Taker hate me? Oh my god, it's Taker. And she was a wicked, wicked child who spat and swore and shoot to back. I like puppets. Stickers! And her producer, Sir Rockin. My little creatures of the night will now experience the magical art of puppetry. If you smell what the game is playing. Live on the Wild Talk Radio Network. We're here. Yowie wowie. some point she's going to realize. I didn't see the message. It didn't pop up for me. <laughs> I've been sitting here waiting for it to come through on the thing and this guy didn't work. Like, I have your window up in front of me and I'm waiting for this, the go message to come through and it's not there. Anyway, good evening everyone. Welcome to The Rack right here on WildTalkRadio.com. Brought to you by our friends over at MBG Films. Check them out YouTube.com slash MBG1211. And if you're listening to us over on RackRadioShow.com, WildTalkRadio.com, or directly on Twitch, thank you so much for tuning in. We greatly appreciate it. If you're on Twitch and you have to have a Prime Gaming sub available, well, you can use it here for free for 30 days. All you have to do is hit the little purple button down at the bottom of the screen and you can subscribe for free. It is that simple. You can also follow the regular way, subscribe the regular way, hang out and chat, listen to the archive. We are happy to have you any way we can get you. I am your host, Lindsay Ward. Joining me, as always, is the ever-faithful producer slash co-host slash handyman, Sir Rockin'. We're here. We're live. It's a Thursday night. You know what that means. We're talking professional wrestling in the sports entertainment world. But we're not talking about a punk who may or may not want to show up for work. Anyway, tweet us at Wild Talk Radio, at Rock Radio Show, at Lindsay Ward, come to Wild Talk Radio 
Facebook.com, RockRadioShow.com, or Twitch.tv.com live to interact with us live throughout the night as we're talking things about the wrestlings and the stuff that happened on a Monday night because we weren't here. That's right. Sorry, everybody. I had to get up super early Monday morning to go do something, so I was very, very tired Monday night, and I just kind of like passed out after Raw and went to sleep, and that was that. Um, so we're going to be talking Monday Night Raw tonight. Like you said, we also have stories. Uh, we are not going to speculate on the punk stuff, but uh, it's very interesting. Um, so we'll be kind of following that closely as that progresses. But we do have some other stuff to talk about because we had some major stories break today. Um, so we're going to jump right into news brought to you by our friends over at MBG Films, youtube.com slash MBG1211. And the rumors are basically true. Um, if you've kind of had your ear to the ground for a week or so now, there have been rumors flying that supposedly something's going on with NXT UK. Uh, tapings have been canceled. There have been some other indicators that something's up with it. Um, and it had been suspiciously left alone for pretty much the majority of all the firings for quite a long time like it was one of the only ones that was like untouched mm-hmm. i think only one or two people got let go from there so it was a little suspicious what was going on with it and today wwe made the announcement of what's going on with it which is that uh nxt uk is officially going on hiatus um and they will be launching nxt europe which will start in 2023 at some point there's no date when um so nxt had a really or i should say uk had a really good what five six year run yeah, something like that. I think to 2016 it all came uh, came about, and even through the pandemic, they they kept the roster together for the most part, as you mentioned. And then they were taping out of uh, a studio in, in in London, and apparently there were some scheduling conflicts or or what have you. Um, but that that ended up seeing some of the tapings get shuffled and moved around, and they decided, okay, we have a new plan. We're going to grow beyond what um, NXT UK was, and we're expanding across to NXT Europe, which has been Hunter's plan all along. He sort of wanted to um, build all these NXTs around the world, and now that he's in charge, this may be just the start. We now have NXT Europe, just like we guess technically we have NXT, NXT North America, technically, and we could see others around the world. And with that, we've seen some talent, especially on Tuesday, come over, including their world champion, the NXT UK champion, that hasn't been seen yet on television because he hasn't won the belt on TV, Tyler Bate. And we saw um, Gallus as well, and um, Blair Davenport making her way over as well during NXT this past Tuesday, which is now leading to them kind of shuffling the roster around and using... NXT as what it was, a, a building ground for WWE. And with show, it will be NXT when worlds collide on September 4th at 4 p.m. Eastern, which will be the NXT North America versus the NXT UK big showdown before all the talent get merged together as just NXT here in the States. So we'll see what happens with the championships. Whether, because we've seen a lot of um, the regular NXT talent go over as well. I'm, because, um, Briggs and Jensen, they're the NXT tag team, UK tag team champion, so they've kind of sort of been moving people around to begin with. So now everyone's coming to Florida for the most part, except for a bunch of names that Lindsay's going to mention right now. Yeah, unfortunately, with the shutdown, or I should say the hiatus, because it's, it's not really technically shut down, although it is, it's just being essentially repackaged. Um, they did make the decision to let a bunch of people go as a result, so those that did not come over to Florida... 
um, have been released. So I'm going to read the following names in no particular order. Uh, Flash Morgan Webster, Wild Boar Jack Stars, Mark Andrews, Amal Amelia McKenzie, Kirsty Bosley, who was the ring announcer, Dave Mastiff. Hold hold on. Amelia and and Emma are two different people. You didn't put... Commas. I know, I know. That was my bad. Just, I'm just like. So you know. if you, if there needs to be any other commas anywhere in our sheet, put them now. There's one more. Okay, then one. put it. Thank you. <laughs> Go. Dave Mastiff, Ashton Smith, Shaw Samuels, Nina Samuels, Sam Gradwell. Can you move your pointer, please? It's not there, but okay. No, on my end, where you're, where you have your thing. It's where you put the comma, but then your name pops up covering the other oh. name. Oh, okay. Yay, Google Sheets. Um. Anyway, Sam Gradwell, Danny Luna, Primate, Rohan Raja, Kenny Williams, Trent Seven, Amir Jordan, Sid Scalia, Eddie Dennis, T-Bone, Teoman, Zia Brookside, and Saxon Huxley. Um... They are all officially let go from WWE. Um, it's a lot of people were very grateful on the internet today, and rightfully so. This isn't that they're being fired with malice. It's just the the they're shutting down for probably at worst case a year. So it's not fair to keep all of these people under contract, especially under an exclusive contract where they have to sit at home and do nothing while WWE figures this out. So there is the entire possibility that these a lot of these people could come back. It's anybody's guess if they will, but the door, I think, is wide open for pretty much everybody on this list that wants to show up. Yeah, I would assume they're back in business mid-January, late January of next year, and we'll get an idea of what it's going to be, and they'll probably chart the course for what for television and uh, probably premium events in the, in the country and all that. Um, that That's my guess, because um, I don't think it's it, I don't think it's going to wait till April, I think. You start building it out in January, get the town together, and sort of re- restart your developmental process because you have a performance center over there. So they're going to have to stock it back up and sort of, okay, figure out what we want to do and they can find new athletes that they want to bring through. Bring through Because a lot of them have been there a while, so refreshing the brand is not the worst thing. No, it's not. It's really not. I think the one thing that they want to do is see it grow. And unfortunately, it just it wasn't doing that right now. So they're doing what they can to get it to grow. The pandemic, um, the pandemic hurt it. Yeah, the pandemic hurt it quite a lot. Um, so now, basically, they've gone through everything. They had revamped NXT to be NXT 2.0. Now they're looking at UK, trying to figure out what they can do with UK because I think they don't want to shut it down completely. Like I think they have too many resources invested in it at this point to consider shutting it down. Um, but that doesn't mean that, you know, they aren't going to have to make changes as a result. So I think that's where we're at is that they're making the changes that they need to, to recover some of their investment. Yeah. So we'll see. I mean, it sucks for everybody getting let go, but the plus side is they will all be fine. They'll be able to go work elsewhere. Uh, It's going to be a boon for the British wrestling scene um, because all of these people are now coming back out onto, out onto the market. Basically. I don't think there's any no competes. I think it's just, you're, we're and if, done. And if there is, it's probably 30 days. Yeah. But I, su- I would suspect in this case, because they're shutting it down, that they're just like, just go. Probably, just, pro- just... probably till whatever the next pay period was. Probably, yeah. I would assume they're going to get paid one more time if we're, everything gets closed down. 
yeah, just to give everybody one less payday and then bye. But yeah, speaking of departures, though, the WWE Performance Center in Florida lost one of its strength and conditioning coaches uh, in Sean Hayes. He has departed WWE for a new gig at the XFL. So congratulations to him. He's been there a while. He's one of the big coaches down there for strength and conditioning that everyone's worked with. So that's a loss for them. That's a big loss, but that's awesome for him that he's going to the XFL. Yeah, it's a new adventure for him, so that's good. And speaking of good, Hunter has been busy making phone calls. He has. And uh, he made a phone call to Hit Row. Well. Three of the four. Most of Hit Row. <laughs> they can't get Swerve, but they can get everybody else. And so Hit Row minus Swerve has returned to WWE, which is a good call because... Everybody, I think, tends to agree that, like, they did not get a fair shake at all. Like, they came up on, like, they were doing really, really well in NXT, and they got brought up to the main roster, and then, like, Vince was just like, yeah, no, and they were gone within, like, a week, or a month, I should say, of being brought up to the main roster. So it's like they didn't even really get to show what they were capable of doing, which was kind of shitty. So it's good to see them be able to come back and get to show their stuff. So hopefully it's successful. Hopefully. so. But it adds another tag team to SmackDown, which desperately needs some additional tag teams. So hopefully they, they get a run. And we, we, we talked about it um, a couple weeks ago when we were talking about SummerSlam. And, you know, who's next for the Usos? And there was no tag teams, right? Mm-hmm. Now we got a new one, and it's a babyface one. So it's a start. There's a lot of... It, a lot of work to rebuild them and get people familiar with them, but it's a good start that, hey, here are a couple of experienced guys in Top Dollar. And what's the other one's name? <laughs> Sorry to say it's the other one, but it's the other one. Um, Hold on. She's going to look it up. <laughs> because you know Top Dollar, because Top Dollar just runs his mouth. Um, <laughs> Ashante Adonis and B-Fab. Yeah, there you go. I knew B-Fab, but yeah, Ashante Adonis. Uh, because, but Top Dollar is the one who just goes off. Um... But it'll be cool to see what they can do with them, and then hopefully they can have the same appeal with the audience they did the first time around. That, and if they can, if they can reimagine what that was, they'll be in a good spot. If if not, then they took a shot. Here we are. It's giving everybody a chance. It's like Dakota. Dakota never really got a chance to show what she could do. She was just sort of she just sort of left. Like she was on the elevator, and then she got stopped, and then she just kind of was lost in the shuffle. So it's at least bringing people back that Hunter knows are perfectly capable and giving them a chance to shine. And like you said, if they work out, they work out. If they don't, they don't. It's perfectly fine. But like, you're never going to know unless you try, right? Yeah. And that's the whole thing is you just, you never know until you try. So we'll see how it goes. So congratulations to Hit Row. Um, There are no other returns necessarily expected. There are returns that are being speculated. And to this, I would say, do not believe anything you read on the internet until they walk out that curtain. But we'll say, let him in. I think everybody would be very happy if he came back. Um, But at the same time, it's if they have room and if they can make the most of him. And if he wants to show up. I don't know. Like, here's the thing. Is everybody saying, oh, you know, he's eager to come back or, you know, they're eager to have him back. It's like, well, that's great. But is he eager to go back? Because he's kind of out doing his own thing. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see if they let him in. Moving on to the A of the E's of the W's. Parker Bordreau is now all elite. And I have to say that the stable that they've got him in is like the most random group of people I think I've ever seen. It's not bad. It's just random. It is so random. Oh, I forget what their, their their team name is, but it's the most random 
bunch of people that you can imagine. Um, this is where I'm trying to look up the AEW tag team name. See if it tells me. Um, is it the Truth Seekers or something like that? I think so, yeah. The Trustbusters. Oh, the Trustbusters. There we go. I knew it was something like that. Like, I knew it was... And the Trustbusters. It's him and, what, I think, Davari and, and stuff like that. And Sunny Kiss. Yeah. So random. So <laughs> random. But, hey, he's he's in a place that hopefully uses him to the best of his abilities. WWE had him, didn't think he would work out the way they wanted to, so they let him go. Can he work in AEW? Depends on, you know, what your ceiling is for some people. So we'll see. We'll see. I mean, there's it's anybody's guess, so we'll we'll find out. But it's hard, it's hard to know. But with that, I say we take a break. What do you think? Sounds like a plan. All right, so when we come back... We are going to be talking all about Monday Night Raw and what happened on the show, and we will react. So you'll see the rack right here on MalltalkRadio.com, and we will be right back. Are you following us on twitch.tv slash WTR live? Do you have Amazon Prime? If so, you can link it to your Twitch account and subscribe to our Twitch channel for free with Twitch Prime. It's the easiest way to help support us for free. Like what you hear? Subscribe to The Rack on Apple Podcasts. Just search for The Rack Radio Show. And while you're there, leave us a review and tell us your thoughts on your favorite show on a Thursday night. Every Monday night, once Monday Night Raw ends, the Raw Post Show goes live. You want to hear a story? Give me a hell yeah! Join Lindsay and Sir Rockin' as they give their opinions on what they liked. What? What they didn't like. What? And what left them completely confused. What? It's the Raw Post Show. What? Monday nights. What? 11 p.m. Eastern. What? Live on the Wild Talk Radio Network. And that's the bottom line. Go, 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 What is the greatest of all time? Saturday nights. We decide from sports, video games, movies, and even the X-rated. You help us decide what is the greatest of all time. It is the greater than great debate, a part of your Saturday night. Event. CB Radio. Saturday night. Midnight to Houston. On the Wild Talk Radio Network. Did you know you can use Creator Code Rock? And sock in the Fortnite item shop? That's R O C K. 
K-N-S-O-C-K in the Fortnite item shop. Hashtag ad because we are a hashtag epic partner. Hey guys, this is Colt Cabana of the Art of Wrestling podcast, but right now you're listening to the Rack Radio Show on the Wildcat Network. Wild Talk Radio. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Wild Talk Radio. Yeah. Hey guys, this is Colt Cabana from the Art of Wrestling Podcast, but right now you're listening to the Rack Radio, the Wildcat Radio Network. Wild Talk. Mother (laughs) (laughs) I don't know, I think we should keep it, I think it's funny. Hey guys, this is Colt Cabana from the Art of Wrestling Podcast, but right now you're listening to Rack Radio on Wild Talk Radio. Perfect. Wait, I'll do Rack Radio Show, sorry. Alright, one more time. One more time. Hey guys, this is Colt Cabana from the Art of Wrestling podcast, but right now you're listening to the Rack Radio Show on Wild Talk Radio. Take four. I'm a take four fan. <laughs> now I don't feel so bad. <laughs> And welcome back to The Rack right here on WildTalkRadio.com. Brought to you by our friends over at MBG Films. Check them out at YouTube.com slash MBG1211. And if you're listening to us over on RackRadioShow.com, WildTalkRadio.com, or directly on Twitch, thank you so much for tuning in. We greatly appreciate it. If you're on Twitch and you happen to have a Prime Gaming sub available, you can use it here for free for 30 days. All you have to do is hit the little pop-up button down at the bottom of the screen, and you can subscribe for free. It is that simple. You can also subscribe the regular way, hang out and chat, listen to the archive. We are happy to have you any way we can get you. And with that, let's do Tweet of the Week. Well, I used to be the kind of person spending time on my space until the spammers ended up taking over my place, and I was so bitter. Until I found Twitter Ooh, a place where you can go ahead and write what you're feeling 140 characters or less is what you're giving My addiction starts to climb I go to refresh my timeline Cause I won't stop tweeting No more, no more It cannot wait I'm sure all right, Ratana. If, if a group of voice actors attends a sporting event together, do do, do they do the dot wave? <laughs> okay. Jeff Garner, if you were just half as good as you think you are, it might not fast forward. I might not fast forward through all your matches, and it's a gif of you chose the wrong profession. Kevin, aka Fight Owens, fight. And yet you follow me and copy me by having the same letter twice at the end of your name. Seems to me like you're a huge fan of mine. Thanks for your support, Geoff. Brett Mile. Well, Trailblaze trailblaze yourself a new finishing move that you created. You seem to be a follower to me. Kevin Owens, fight Owens, fight. No, Brett. I'm not going to start copying everyone even more. 
or I'm going to start copying everyone even more. In fact, my name is now Kevin Two Ends. And you think you're the only one that can take a selfie in front of a body of water while looking miserable? Nope. And it's a picture of him in front of a body of water looking miserable. Yep. <laughs> the spite in that man. Pool shark. I think my bird just yelled fucker. I believe that's because of my wife. Not me. Mm-hmm. So have we all seen French fries mm-hmm. from the cults? Uh-huh. Rich Eisen. If they only had another tackle named Other and a guard named Peoples. Other Peoples. French fries. French fries. That would, that would have been good. But yeah, French fries, by the way, that, that perfect. Kevin Owens. I just saw Theory ask almost to open his bottle of water because he couldn't get it open himself. It's early in the morning, okay? Theory. August 16th, 2022. He also just got booted from the seat he was in because he was sitting in the wrong one. Great morning so far. Uh, someone asked Caleb Roxon just a random question. Question. What's the height order between you, Alexa, and Zelina? Alexa and I are the same height. Selena is much, 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 much smaller. Brained. Amanda Huber. I had a bunch of dental work done and I hate everything. I don't know how real Baker even remotely enjoys her other job. Facts? Well, I mean, she's the one doing the dental work. She's not the one receiving. So. This is true. And Caleb Braxton. What do you call a redhead when they get angry? Oh, no. A ginger snap. <laughs> that was Tweet of the Week. Now, we have some raw reaction. It is time for this week's raw reaction. Yowie wowie! You can tell how old that bumper was. Oh my god. Wow. I was going to say, we have a bumper for that? Yeah, I made one three years ago, apparently. When we did it randomly for one night. Because <laughs> everything needs a bumper. I mean, I, I guess. I I don't know. Mm. Anyway. anyway talk Monday Night Raw because it happened this past week. Again, we weren't live because Lindsay was up at 5 a.m. So, we're here to break it down and talk about the highs and lows and all the things we liked. And this was a really good show on Monday. This was a fantastic show. I, again, there was a story within a story. I like that they're doing that. Specifically, it was with Dexter Loomis. I adore how they are debuting Dexter Loomis. I love how they're doing this. It's so good because it fits him to a T. Yeah. It absolutely fits him to a T that he keeps trying to sneak into the building, that he he just he keeps getting arrested. He keeps just being Dexter. It's spot on. It's perfect because it's like they've done stalker type characters in the past and it just it's gone either creepy or hokey. They've never been able to find that middle ground. I feel like right now they have it with Dexter and that's a really good thing. And we don't even know what his character is. We don't know. We don't, yeah, we don't know anything about him, but I want to know more. Like, I want to find out why he's continuing to get in the building, specifically when it's around AJ Styles. Like, is he trying to get to AJ? Is he trying to get to somebody else? We don't know. Finally getting the payoff to the Claire Lynch angle now that Dexter's in. No, anyway. No, um, no, no, no. <laughs> Maybe, but no. No. Um, so, so to set it up, we, we saw a mysterious hand during a backstage bit. Could and be, everybody thought it was Bray. Still could be Bray. Doesn't have to be Bray Wyatt's hand for it to be Bray. 
Just pointing that out. It wasn't Bray, y'all. Like I said, Could be. do not believe the internet just because they say he's coming back until he steps through that curtain or however way they decide to show him up. If he shows up, he's not coming back. I refuse to get my hopes up. We also saw some sort of trash can fire for whatever reason. Don't know if any of that's tied together. But then it was during the United States Championship match between AJ Styles and Bobby Lashley, which was a really good match between the two. Um, during the match, you had Miz and Ciampa on ringside because they're you're still they're feuding with with AJ Styles, and then randomly Dexter Loomis jumps the barricade going. As Miz was going after Styles, he goes after. He looks like he's going after AJ. He gets security quickly jumps him, tumbles into Corey Graves. We go quickly to commercial. Jimmy Smith was trying to bring it up, and someone was, he said, he tried to make his presence known at Raw, and then Graves like, no, we don't, we don't talk about it. Just focus on what's going on in the ring. I thought that was perfect. That was fantastic. The whole thing, the way it was done, was just chef's kiss for like the second or third week in a row. Just the way that you're doing this with him is just, it's perfect. This is how you, this is how you do it. Where you're making him in the debut and you're not doing the standard promo match, promo match, promo match. It's no, here's this character that that doesn't work for. How do we debut him where it's not going to be stupid or hokey or anything else? You do it like this, where it's you're taking advantage of what he's good at. No offense, Dexter, of basically having him be that creepy guy, of having him be a stalker, of having him sneaking around and lighting trash cans on fire and wrecking cars as a distraction so he can get into the building and then get to whoever he wants to get to. And then he's not doing it backstage. He's coming through the crowd to get to the ring and then he's jumping the ring the ring barrier instead of letting him get to the ring they're utilizing security that's what's key that's what's absolutely key is it's like they're making it it's like even though you know he's a contracted performer at this point it they're making it feel like he's not they're making it feel like he's not supposed to be there he's not supposed to be jumping the barricade he's not supposed to be doing anything in terms of wwe is concerned dexter loomis is not back He's just trying to sneak in and do Dexter things. And it's great. The spot chat was so believable. Tim bought in. Yeah, he did. <laughs> he thought it was real. They got him good. So you could tell him that. And that I said it. We'll talk, probably talk about it on on Sunday. But Tim bought it. Anyway, Blashley would retain his title, by the way. In a really good match. In a fantastic match. Yes. But the, the, the star of the show, this was Dexter Loomis. For, for this part, yeah. It was. Um, other things that happened on this show included the Judgment Day coming to the ring to open up Monday Night Raw, and Rhea Ripley once again declared that she is Dominic's poppy. You know, I respect that in a group of Finn Balor and Damian Priest, Rhea Ripley decided that she was going to be the hot one. <laughs> she she just said no. I no, I'm not playing second fiddle to either of these two. Y'all are gonna look at me. Like all the yes with Rhea, just all the yes. Like she's just like walking out and it's like, oh oh god, Rhea, no. Yes, but no to all the things that she's doing. Yes, Dexter is technically part of the main roster. So I heard I read this on the Twitters. I don't remember who said it, but it was a great line. For someone named Dom, he sure acts like a sub. <laughs> Well, you know, when when you have a top like Rhea, it's it's hard not to. <laughs> just just wanted to throw that out there because it's very true. 
Anyway, the trio talked about all the things going with Mysterio. Said the Mysterios aren't here tonight. Um, so they took him out. Then Damian Priest talked about his matchup with Edge next week because he's like, Edge is going to come here for confront me tonight. Oh, wait, he's not there. He's doing promoting things in Toronto. And he's going to put the final nail in the coffin of Edge in Toronto next week. He's going to send him back into, you know, retirement. Ray would come out, attack both men with a steel chair, and thought about hitting Rhea but was not able to do so. But he was able to take care of the other two for a minute until they recovered and left Rey Mysterio laying after a nasty coup de gras. Yeah. With the chair. Yeah. With the chair. Ooh, that was vicious. It was sick. It was, it, again, this was just, this. you're going to hear a lot of this. This was just really good. This was really well executed. They are giving Judgment Day their edge back, no pun intended, and they need it. For them to be taken seriously, they need to be mean. They need to be vicious. They need to mess people up. This is perfect. This is indeed perfect. The WWE Women's Tag Team Title Tournament continued on. It was Alexa Bliss and Asuka taking on Nikki A.S.H. and Dewdrop forward. Before the match, we we saw that uh, Nikki was wearing a leather jacket rather than her cape. And there was a video they put out on online where, where Dewdrop got her this, this jacket, and you know, just to see how it fits, and then she's just pulling the cape off. So we're kind of seeing the transformation of the two of them sort of becoming more of a blended unit, and maybe moving away from the ASH. No offense to Nikki, I think it's, I think it's time. Like, it was a really good idea, and I think if they had thrown their full weight behind it, if Hunter and committed was, to it... If Hunter was in charge... <laughs> It would have been really, really successful, but part of the problem was, was they, like, got behind it for about two weeks, it got over, like, it was over, and then the internet kind of shit on it, and they, for whatever reason, they backed off of it. And she's just been kind of in limbo land, which is such a shame, because it was working, it was, it was marketing to women and young girls and kids, and it was that, it, yes, was, was it hokey? Yes. But it wasn't meant for the main audience, it was ma- meant for the teens and the young girls and for people to get behind, to have that hokey superhero character, because that's what it was. It was a character. And I liked it. I thought it was good. I thought she did a good job with it. It fit her personality. She owned it. She did own it. Much in the same way that Zack Ryder owned Long Island IZ. Like, that was hokey as shit, but he owned it. I don't have any complaints about Nikki, but she's been kind of just lost ever since. They turned her heel with no real rhyme or reason um other than she's with dewdrop now so yeah i mean it's like at this point go ahead lose the superhero gimmick put her back as nikki cross and have her and dewdrop race hell and let's see what happens because i think dewdrop's due for a name too or a name change too isn't she if they can make it work they may make it work alexa bliss and oscar would end up winning the match and Moving on in the tournament, you had Bianca in their corner. Um, you had Bailey and Neo and Dakota walk out afterwards, and it took you had to keep them apart before they could get physical. So you're still setting the seeds for the six woman tag at Clash of the Castle, and also moving the tournament along at the same time, which is good. Which is good. I mean, I I like that they are doing the tournament because I think they're building to a return, but we'll see. Mm-hmm. Um, but in, if they're not, then this is a good way to bring the women's tag team titles back. They have been um, off TV for quite some time now due to the uh, incident. <laughs> so um, we're bringing them back. That's good. With purpose. With purpose, with point, to make them important, to make them feel special. So we'll see if that's enough. 
Uh, Chiampa and the Miz took on Mustafa Ali and Cedric Alexander. Miz and Chiampa are working well together. I like this dynamic. I really, really, really like this dynamic. This has been a wonderful way to bring Tommaso Chiampa up to the main roster and help him kind of settle in. And I know everybody's like, oh my god, it's Tommaso Chiampa. He shouldn't be with someone like the Miz. But he should. He should. Because it's getting him over. And the Miz is selling Chiampa's stuff. It's not Chiampa selling Miz's stuff. Miz is helping get Chiampa over. Miz is setting Chiampa up for success. They see big things for Chiampa. So it's, we're going to make sure that we do this properly and we have him in a good place so we can begin to work him into the product because eventually he'll do what everybody does. He'll turn on Miz, he'll beat up Miz, and then he'll move on from there. But Miz is the perfect foil to Chiampa's more serious sort of straight man kind of character because he's he's just goofy, right? He's just the Miz. He's over the top. He's everything. That Chiampa really kind of isn't, and there's a wonderful balance between the two because of that. That just works. Like, you're not necessarily having Chiampa do anything stupid. You're just having him sort of be with Miz and react to Miz, which is what you want. Like, I like this. I think it's good. It's a nice dynamic. But that's, you know, but then again, that's also Miz. Like, I feel like Miz works with, pretty much works really well with everybody. Yeah. But I like what he's doing with Chiampa. Mm-hmm. I agree. Chiampa and the Miz would beat Mustafa Ali and Sector Alexander. This was a great finish. Oh, this was a fantastic match. I wouldn't mind seeing this again. Ali caught Miz with a kick. Chiampa makes the blind tag. He goes for the 450, and Chiampa slides and hits him with the knee, followed by the fairytale ending. Ooh, perfectly timed. Great stuff. Miz and Chiampa would win. Good, good stuff. I, 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 I would like more of this, please. Mm-hmm. Drew McIntyre came to the ring. He's a SmackDown guy, but, you know, he's on Raw because, you know, why not? He has to build the match to clash with the castles. Here he is. He said the match isn't taking place on Roman Reigns' fictional island. A relevancy is taking place um, on his island. He said he would win the championship and then defend it on Raw and SmackDown and all the live events. Yeah, I have a back injury. Yeah, I'm okay, but I've been carrying this load for 20, for, of 20 men for the last three years and then on the ring. I do it with a smile on my face, but it's not a job. It's his dream. And then talked about all the different challengers he could fight, including Chiapa, which was the first name he dropped. AJ Styles, Seth Rollins, Karrion Cross, and then out came Kevin Owens. Then, oh yeah, by the way, Kevin Owens, he would be a good challenger. Oh, it's convenient you mentioned my name now that I'm out here. Talked about how McIntyre is being something he's not. He then, you know, you 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 use all these loud voices, and then you carry a sword, and you wear a kilt, and all the medieval time stuff. He said he knows who Kevin knows who he is and what he is, and he's a real. As it gets in this business, he said he got goosebumps on his way to the building because he realized this was the same venue where him and Sami Zayn tore the, ma- the house down about six years ago in a match people talk about to this day from Battleground. He says it's time to bring back the version of himself called the Prize Fighter. So he's going after all the belts. He said the winner of Roman Reigns and Drew McIntyre has a problem on his hand because he's going to be the next undisputed WWE Universal Champion. Drew says, I know who I am. He said he's someone who called the chosen one. He said he was called this 15 years ago, got fired, and had to work his way back. He talked about all the people as being Brock Lesnar and, and, and Randy Orton and all these people. He said he never wants to be called the chosen one again. He said he doesn't care if Owens is a prize fighter or a superstar, but they are wrestlers in a wrestling ring, and he wants to wrestle. So they wrestled. This was so, so good. Like, they got intense. This was the first Drew McIntyre promo that interests me in a long time. 
Because <laughs> all the promos are just straight and boring and just to the point. He had some emotion in this one, and so did Kevin. Kevin was really fired up. You you saw they brought it out the both in both men. This was was just yeah, like this this was the most passionate either one of them have been, like you said, in quite some time. I'm here for it. Like you can you can again, this is another indication of the change that has occurred in the company, in the booking, in the writing, in everything. Because that I feel like was not a written scripted promo that was a bullet point promo where they basically told them you need to hit this 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 and this go do the thing and if it wasn't an indication they are wrestlers in a wrestling ring and he wanted to wrestle him yeah guess what's back <laughs> boy the word wrestle anyone and wrestling you know things. The, uh, yeah oh i also heard we forgot to mention it in the news but i think i heard somewhere that hunter's nixing the twitch band too we'll see I heard that's going to be a thing, maybe, that they're going to nix the Twitch ban, which if they do, that would be awesome. Because I think everybody would be very excited about that. I know Dakota is still going to stream. Anyway, this led to Drew McIntyre and Kevin Owens. Really good match between the two. Which ends up into a no contest or a DQ when Drew McIntyre, when the Usos attacked Drew McIntyre. Uh, the Usos had control for a while. McIntyre would regroup, get rid of the Usos. And then Kevin Owens lays him out with a stunner and then tells the Usos, Tell your tribal chief he owes me one. You know, like you do. That was a hell of a match on on Raw. Hell of a match. I I, I could see this again. I would be fine with that. Like, I would take this again in a heartbeat. I I know a lot of people are probably against the no finish, but I like that they did that simply because you can go again. You have a reason to go again. You have a reason to tease and continue to build this feud between the two where you just have them kind of go at each other and sort of bat at each other. Until it comes time for one or both of them to go at Roman. Because Drew's getting the shot at Clash of the Castle, but there's nothing stopping Kevin Owens from stopping Drew. Like, Kevin Owens can walk out there and be like, no, you're not taking my title. I'm going to take that title from him. Like, you could you could do that. Or Drew could win. It's anybody's guess, but I, I thoroughly enjoyed this, and I'm here for it. I'm here for all of what happened in this segment slash match. We then had Seth Rollins come to the ring because we were going to hear from Riddle. Riddle, you know, Seth is, is going off in the mouth and he was there for a front Riddle finally doing something smart by announcing his retirement. Rollins said Riddle could finish seventh grade, couldn't finish seventh grade or start a farm because the, that industry is very lucrative these days. Um, Riddle interrupted going, was from the, the screen, said he had an update on his condition. Rollins is like, all right, guys, be respectful, you know, just told him, you know, lay it on him because it's easy to not say I'm say it, but um, just say it. I mean, I was like, I'm, it's not easy to say, but guess what? I'm medically cleared. Hey. And the next time I see you, Seth, it's going to be on. Rollins asked if it would be like the previous time, so he's gotten the better of him. He's always three steps ahead of Riddle, and he wished he was there so that he could stomp his remaining three brain cells out of his head. I was like, well, happy to hear that because, well, I'm not in my mom's basement. I'm here in D.C. And I'm on one way to kick your ass. They rolled away. Riddle ran into the ring. Rollins tried to go for the stomp. Riddle got some in, some stuff in on him. Rollins wrote Riddle over the broadcast table. They they were battling back and forth. Riddle then hopped the barricade to chase after Seth Rollins, who tried to escape. And that's how the segment ended. Good stuff. Very good stuff. Veer Mahan beat some dude in a minute and a half. So there was that. It was a thing. 
Bailey, Io, and Dakota were interviewed by Sarah Schreiber. Schreiber asked what they could expect from Kai's first singles match. She said, spoiler alert, she wins. Dakota then walked up to Dana and said, asked if she was ready for nine. Brooke says she's ready 24-7 and she's not afraid if they were trying, even if they were trying to intimidate her. Kai says fear is a motivator and perhaps she should be a little scared. This led to Dakota, Kai, and Dana Brooke. Dakota looked strong. Dakota got the win. My only complaint is I would have had more oomph in some of the kicks, but it was pretty much what you needed to do for for Dakota to get her offense out there. Yeah, this wasn't the best match for Dakota by any stretch of the imagination. Um, I don't think Mandy was the good, or I should say, the right opponent. Like she's she's good, da- Dana. But, or I'm sorry, excuse me, Dana. I'm sorry, Dana. My bad. I got them momentarily confused. I'm sorry. Um, but yeah, I don't think Dana was the right opponent for Dakota. Not in that situation, no. But it got the. It was effective and got the job done. Yeah. So I think if you could find um, someone a little bit that fits Dakota's style better, I think that would help. And there's plenty of people that will. Yes. Then it was your main event theory, Dolph Ziggler. They had a confrontation backstage leading to this matchup. They went all out in the main event, allowing Theory to get the win. Um, this was the match you needed for a guy like Theory. He needed if you're going if he's going to be a player in the future for WWE, he needs to be able to get into main event situations with top guys and deliver. And he was able to showcase, you know, a lot of his skill set in this one, which is what needed to happen because he's he's been on the losing end of things. He's been the joke of the butt of jokes for a while since winning Money in the Bank. This was the first time he's been able to really showcase his skills. I mean, he's been in matches with Lashley, but it's been Lashley who's been dominating those encounters. So a guy like Dolph Ziggler, who's rolling this stage of the game, is to help get people over, basically as the new Kane, was able to help Theory in a main event's position and have a really good match. And he was able to get a nice, strong win over a credible opponent, which is something you need from time to time. Sometimes... It can't be 50-50. Sometimes you need that credible win over the credible opponent to, to boost someone up. And this was a good one for Theory. So the whole thing of him getting in his face for a while kind of worked. And they were able to deliver a good fitting conclusion to the story. They were. I liked this. I thought this was very good. It was a nice It was a nice ending. So overall, Raw went really smoothly on Monday. It, it moved. It doesn't drag as much as it did in the past because... You know, there's everything. But there's one other thing we need to talk about. There is. Because it's in our graphic. Yes. Just talk about it. Production quality. Y'all. This was so good. I know everybody hated it, but just the picture. The picture. The photoshopping that went on in this picture. Oh my god. I am so proud. Including that they had Papa... In the pink shirt, giving the Ernie view on Raw. <laughs> was it Ernie or something? Yeah, I think it was Ernie Jr. or something like that. Like, you just, you had this going on. It was so good. I am proud of them for sticking with the bit. Like, the fact that you have, the, that they all look alike. They all look alike. It's just amazing. I, I respect this. Wholeheartedly respect this. This was just one of those things where you're like... Okay. Ezekiel, All right. I see you. Ezekiel's going to be out of action for a little bit till they probably figure out what to do with him. But it was a nice little, hey, here's some comedy. Hey, here's Elrod. Here's Ernie. Here's Elias. Here's Ezekiel. 
here's the follow up to the bit just just to like because you had Kevin for weeks going off about it and it's like well no or we all look alike what are you talking about and just just to do it just to pay it off like that oh my god bless I'm so proud like good job guys good job yeah but yeah Raw was really good and the stories as I said they're improving the character development is slowly starting we're starting to see little bits of here and there of like okay I see where we're going and, and over time you're you're gonna get a nice show so far, everyone seems to be enjoying it. It's making Monday nights fun. And they've been, this is the first time in a while, I think it's now three or four straight weeks, of 1.9 plus million people watching. Hours have reached 2 million. They, they're they stabilizing the show out, and the biggest improvement in the show is that it moves, that it flows. No, that, one, no one's standing in the ring for 15 minutes. Waiting, yeah, waiting, it just, just waiting. you have three hours or three-ish hours with, with commercials of consistent entertainment in one form or another, whether it's backstage promos, whether it's in-ring stuff, whether it's talking segments, whether it's whatever, you have three-ish continuous hours of it. The show is not dragging. Will they get to a point where the show drags? Sure. But right now, it's not dragging. They're ex- they've kind of found where the loopholes are with the stuff and they're fixing it or it's like we're extending out matches we're making them longer so that way people can have more time because it's like we have three hours to fill we don't need to have short matches or we don't need to have 20 talking segments we can extend the match times out and let people work because ultimately it is a wrestling show whether you like it or hate it it's a wrestling show there should be wrestling on it. You shouldn't have two-minute short matches and a bunch of talking segments. And that's really what Raw had kind of started to become, and it wasn't entertaining. It was just, it's like, there is a time and a place where there should be talking, and then there is a time and a place where there should be ass-kicking. Mm-hmm. And I feel like they are finding that balance again with the product, where it's like, yes, we need to have both, because you have people who can wrestle, and they can showcase their skills, and then you have people who can talk, and they can showcase their skills. And that's important to show both. Yeah. So I I like that they're doing that, and then you have stupid shit like the the Ezekiel stuff, which is just awesome. Yeah, which is good. So that that's raw. That's raw. And that's that's our show. That's our show. So this is where I plug, I guess. Yeah, this is where you have to plug. So plug away. Saturday night midnight is another edition of CBRACBLive dot com, greatlandgreatdebate dot com. We're up in the air about Fortnite on Saturday because it's going to be me and Lindsay, so we're figuring stuff out. There may not be a stream before. We'll, we'll let you know on Saturday what we're doing. Yes. Sunday it's WTR. Sunday at Russell Talk Radio, ten p.m. Eastern. Monday night we'll, we will be back live at eleven p.m. Eastern. You can check out right now, available right this second, the Rack Extra Reviews. Um, the Brian Gerwitz new book, which is called, looking at it, there's just one problem. Tale, true tales from the Pete former one time seventh most powerful person in WWE. The Brian Gerwitz book, it's available now, the Rock Extra Reviews. We did a podcast about it. So you, you, you didn't get shorted on podcasts, you just got it, you know, a different one. Speaking of the Rock Extra Reviews, tomorrow... Bad in NFL 23 review will be available as the Rack Extra Reviews. So, so you get an extra show. We did miss one, so you get an extra. So you, you really didn't lose out. So check out those two things available right now. Or one's available now. One will be available by the time the podcast drops tomorrow. We'll be back live next Thursday night, 10 p.m. Eastern. They'll be doing a sports-themed thing. 
pie for the NFL. Next week on the show. I think that's the deal. Woo! I think that's, that's on the calendar. It's at Wild Talk Radio on Twitter. It's Facebook.com slash Wild Talk Radio Network. It's Rack Radio Show wherever you go on social media or get your podcast, whether that's Stitcher, Amazon Music, Spotify, wherever you get it to search the Rack Radio Show. I had a cough. So <laughs> it's I, like, wait, am I supposed to go now? Hold no, on. No, I had a cough. So uh. I had to mute for two seconds. It was like a hanging cough. It's there because I've been talking for a minute. Um, there you go. Hey, chat, if you have Amazon Prime, link it to your Twitch account. It's called Prime Gaming Support Channel by clicking that purple rectangular button below the screen. You can use Creator Code Rocket Sock or Lynn's Ward in the Fortnite item shop or Epic Game Store when you buy your Dragon Ball Z character skins in Fortnite, when you buy Madden NFL 23 in the Epic Game Store. Why? Because we are hashtag Epic Partners. You can follow me on most of the social medias at Lensward, L-I-N-S-W-R-D. You can check out my Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash Lensward. You can also check out lensward.rackradioshow.com or Lensward on the YouTubes. Like and subscribe, follow the channel for all my Genshin Impact content. Guys, guys, Sumeru drops on Tuesday. Hit that creator code. Come hang out. Because we are going to be heading to a brand new locale, and I'm super excited. It's been it's been a long time. This is not going to be like the chasm. This is lore galore, and I'm so excited. But yeah, also check out our very fine sponsor, mbgfilmsyoutube.com slash mbg1211. So Rock, I'm Lindsay Ward. You've been... Oh wait, no, I don't send this one out. You send this out. Send it out. Why do I send this one? It's the rack. No, it's not the rack. This is the rock... Oh, wait, no, this is the rack. <laughs> I thought it was Monday for a second. <laughs> I'm not having a good day. Chad, this has been the Rack Live right here on the Wild Talk Radio Network. We'll see you next Thursday night. Along the airways on the Wild Talk Radio Network. Streaming live right here at wildtalkradio.com, rackradioshow.com, and twitch.tv slash Live. Good night. Bye. <laughs> Wildtalkradio.com.